Welcome to the MSEC podcast, the official podcast of the Military Child Education Coalition. My name is Susan Sellers, and I'll be your host for today. This podcast has been made possible thanks to the generous support from the Spouses Club of Lewis McCord. So joining me today is Quinn, who I had the pleasure of meeting at the MSEX Global Summit in July, and I got to see her dance for our opening ceremonies. Quinn, for our listeners that have not had a chance to meet you, can you tell them a little bit about yourself? I'm Quinn. I lived in four states. I was born in Georgia, moved to Mississippi, stayed there till I was two years old. Moved to Nebraska, stayed there for seven years, so I was like eight years old when I moved here to California, and it's really beautiful here. I'm nine years old right now. I'm going to fourth grade, which is middle school in my school district, which is kind of crazy. (laughs) Well, that sounds cool. You sound like my kids. They've moved a bunch of times and gone to a bunch of different schools, so... I have to ask, though, what do you like about living in California? I really like the weather and the views I can see here. Um, I I really like going outside and just drawing huge soccer balls. (laughs) And um, I like the pretty sunsets out the back door. I also like going to the beach uh, and to Sacramento, which is pretty busy. (laughs) You're right. I've been to Sacramento. In fact, my best friend lives in northern Sacramento, so it's a really pretty area. And so, as I mentioned at the beginning, you and I got to meet in Washington, D.C., because you got invited to come as one of the winners for the call for the arts. So, I want to talk about that just a little bit. So, MSEC did a campaign for mill kids, such as yourself, to submit different art pieces for competition. And that could be paintings, it could be poetry. And you actually did something that was a little bit different. What did you decide to submit for your piece? I decided to submit um, a dance um, on Spotify. It's called Soldiers by Riley Preston. Um, But we changed the name for it Um, and our version is called four hour soldier and i first created that dance when he was um, when my dad was deployed to japan um, for his work and i was like oh i miss him so much so me and mom decided to um, do a gift a dance um, that would show um, how much i missed him so how long have you been dancing Ever since I was two years old. And my first dance on stage was when I was three years old. Wow. So I have to ask, because I am not a dancer, what do you like about dancing? I like the way, like, when you're on stage, it's it's hard not to have stage fright. Like, you're like, what am I going to do? Because it's really scary just seeing so many people just, like, watching you so intense. And um, I like the way the music just, like, without you thinking about it, it just, like, carries you into a different world where you just, like, start dancing randomly. I'm like, wow. (laughs) 
I like that it gives you a chance to express how you're feeling or what you're thinking. And you don't necessarily have to do that with words, but you're doing it through your interpretive dance. And I, that's really, really cool. So how did you hear about the Call for the Arts program? Um, my teacher, Mr. Pena, he was printing out this paper, like several different copies. Um, and my whole class was like, what is he printing? And um, when he said what he was printing, he was like, who is a military child? And it turns out I was the only military child. So I was like, um, okay, I guess that's me. And it was pretty crazy learning that I was, I was the only military child. Um, and when, we, when I came home, I told the news to my mom and she was like, hmm, weird. I wonder if we should enter. I'm like, I do want to enter. The funny part was I couldn't decide, like, what to do for art. So my mom, she remembered um, dancing the soldier's light, and it was a really good idea. Well, I've seen the dance, and for our listeners that haven't, we're going to put the YouTube link of your performance in the show's notes so that they can check it out a little bit later. I had never heard that song, Soldier's Light. What did you like about the song? Like, you know, why did you pick it to go with your dance? Riley Preston is a lot like me. She's a girl who has a dad who's in the military. She's also very hopeful and... While she's singing, I can feel her words carry me um, because we're a lot alike, in, but we're different, too, at the same time. The part that's, that we're mostly alike is that we have parents in the military and we miss them the most. Well, I think like a lot of military kids, they definitely miss their parents when they're deployed and they may miss their old friends. You know, you moved several times. You've moved, what, four times and gone to three different schools. How would you say dancing has helped you as a milk kid? Dancing has helped me in a lot of different ways. But sometimes when I don't feel like dancing and I feel like I have to listen to at least one piece of music, I go to Spotify and search Sound of Waves and just like meditate on the chair for like five minutes. And it makes me feel amazing. That is a really cool idea. I love that. I might have to remember to do that too. As we said, you got to come to DC and what were some of the cool things you got to do in Washington, DC? I got to do a lot of cool things while in DC. Um, one of my favorite things was seeing the Lincoln Memorial and having a tour of the um, Capitol. It was just so cool just uh, seeing how many different rooms there are. Our tourist, she said there's more than 500, and it's still being built. Wow, that's amazing. I've never been in the Capitol, and so I think that's so cool that you got to do that. So, Quinn, I heard that you got to meet some really neat people in Washington, D.C. Who would you say was the most interesting person you got to meet? The most interesting person I got to meet was the first lady. And why was that so interesting? She knew every single thing about me. I was like, what in the world? Oh, that is pretty cool. And she actually came to the Global Summit and got to see you dance. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, that is really neat. Anything else that was special about her visit? Um, I got a gold coin that had her signature and some sentences from her books, um, it's pretty heavy too. <laughs> uh, 
Um, and then she also brought me some um, M&Ms from the White House that were red, white, and blue. I actually have some of those M&Ms as well. Have you guys eaten yours yet? I have. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> did, I did eat all of mine yet, though. <laughs> okay. We keep going back and forth on whether we're going to eat them. I don't know too many nine-year-olds that have the first lady's coin, and you were nice enough to let me hold it for a little bit, and it was really pretty and really heavy. I agree with you. Maybe you can go back to school and show your classmates and everything. Do they know you went to D.C., and what did they think about all this? It was pretty crazy. Like, Mr. Pinion, my teacher, he pulled up a link that he got in a note from um, I think it was the vice president that sent him a note, and it had a link of my dance routine. And like after um, seeing myself dance, I was like, "Wow, this is crazy!" And then when he continued all the rest of the note, and my cousin was just like, oh, "She gets to go to DC!" And then they all started shouting, "Can you take me in your suitcase and backpack?" <laughs> it was pretty funny. That is pretty funny. And so, Quinn, I'm curious, when your friends saw your performance, did they start asking questions about what it's like to be a military kid? Because you had mentioned at the beginning that you were the only one in your classroom that qualified for the competition. The main thing they asked, like, what is it like being a military child? It, that's a really hard question for me to answer. But the best answer I gave them was one of your parents goes away for at least like at the least a month. Thankfully, I have a dad who only goes away for like three months while other kids' dads go away for like a year. Another hard question they gave me was, why did he deploy? And I said, it was his work job. We're very lucky that he serves and, and the family also serves also. As we wrap up, for those that are going to watch your dance performance, what are you hoping they take away from it or... What kind of message would you want them to understand about your dance? The main part that I usually like about the dance routine is the way the artist feels. The way that military kids feel. So kids who aren't military, they can pick up the feeling of what it's like to be a military child, how it is for that military child, how they push through it, how they have hope and faith to uh, go through such hard times. I think they will definitely see that in your performance and get a better understanding of what it's like to be a milk head. So as we wrap up, Quinn, do you want to do a shout out to Mr. Pena? Yeah, thank you, Mr. Pena. Thank you for um, thinking of me, and I also thank you for letting me sign up for the competition because I have no idea of it, and you reminding me so much about myself. I agree. Thank you, Mr. Pena from Wheatland Elementary. We really appreciate this opportunity to chat with Quinn, and we want to thank you for making that possible. Quinn, thanks for hanging out with me again today. I had a great time. Thank you. Bye. You've been listening to the MSEC podcast, the official podcast of the Military Child Education Coalition. Thanks again to the Spouses Club of Lewis McCord for making today's podcast possible. Until next time, live a great story.